Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. I'm Matt. And this is another edition of our 31 Days of Halloween, where each day in October we discuss a movie in the thriller, horror, mystery genres. Um, today's movie is called Spider Baby. Yeah, it came out in the late 1960s. Um, it is fairly simple to explain. So Lon Chaney Jr. stars as a caretaker of sorts of three young people who appear to be, I don't know, late teens or in their 20s. And they are suffering from a malady that, I don't even remember the name of it now, but it's described to us in a rather um, um, corny opening segment, which is supposed to be corny, I think, um, where it's, 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 a, it's where mentally um, people regress hmm. and, and to even... <laughs> it even says like perhaps pre-birth, right. weird, which is weird. We don't really see that here, but um, it's a it's a mental regression mm-hmm. in people. And so these three uh, siblings, um, two sisters and a brother, they have it. Mm-hmm. And Lon Chaney Jr. sort of like was the, I think he was the family chauffeur. But when these kids' father died, um, and we don't know what happened to the mother, I don't think. But mm-hmm. when the father died, um, he sort of became uh, the Lon Chaney became their their caretaker. And he, they sort of live in this um, house out in the middle of nowhere. But then things start happening. Um, a delivery person shows up. And then not long after that, then uh, some distant, distant family members show up with designs on taking things over. And that's kind of what sets everything in motion for the movie. Right. I think their condition is called Mary Disease, which is the, their family name. Mm. It's named after them, mm. apparently. Um, this movie is bonkers and I kind of loved it. Um, it's, it's a very unique movie in that it's kind of, uh, nasty, but also hilarious. Nasty in the sense of, you know, it's a horror film, Mm -hmm. but it's also hilarious. Um, (laughs) the two actresses who play the sisters, Mm -hmm. I thought were, really really good because they are evil but at the same time we get to know them and they're so personable in in this weird way that I think you know as you said after we saw the movie you actually began to sympathize with them even though they're the kind of the crit the the uh, they're the bad the villains of the piece um you start to kind of feel for this family um it's a very strange um, movie. I've never quite seen anything like it. Um, a lot of campy humor. Um, I thought Sid Haig is in this, who plays Ralph. He's the um, the brother. Um, I thought he was very creepy. I think it's. I don't think he says a word of dialogue, but he's very creepy. Um, yeah, I just have never seen a movie quite like it, and I liked it quite a bit. Yeah, um, so I think before we were recording, I think after we saw the movie, I mentioned how I um, went uh, I went from obviously disliking these sisters, um, because I mean, they're murderous, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, to then actually kind of rooting for them, because the distant family members that come are just, just not nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, well, at least some of them aren't. 
uh, or the people they bring with them. And then uh, to kind of, I don't know, I kind of went back to, you know, wanting the sisters to kind of get some kind of comeuppance. So it, it sort of, I sort of oscillated, you know, between what I thought about them. Um, Lon Chaney Jr. is great in this. Mm-hmm. He's older here. He Honestly, he doesn't look in the best of health, but um, his character just, he, you know, he imbues his character with such uh, sympathy and um, such, you know, he's just so tired, I think, of, of uh, he's trying to honor the sibling's father's last wishes to look after them, but it's taking its toll on him, and um, he, he's just at his wit's end. Uh, and then, you know, this, these distant family members uh, and their cadre are sort of like kind of the final straw. Um, so he's just trying to, to deal with it the best way he can. And, uh, you know, I want to mention Carol Omart was in this. She was in a House on Haunted Hill with Vincent Price, among other things. Uh, and she's, uh, I don't know, I've never seen her in something where she's playing a good person. Right. <laughs> uh, but, you know, she's suitably nasty in this. And I, I have to give a big old shout out to um, Manton Moreland, who is a old African-American actor um, and... He passed away in the 70s, but he, uh, I, I had seen him in quite a few uh, movies starring Charlie, the Charlie Chan character, and he played uh, Charlie Chan's assistant, uh, Birmingham Brown. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was him when he showed up in this movie, but I was like, wow, this is 20-some years after those Charlie Chan films, and he looks almost the same. But it was him. And, you know... Um, there's a, it's a, you know, the whole racial history in Hollywood is very complicated, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, I think this movie was made in 67, came out in 68. So right around the same time that we had Sidney Poitier, and I guess he's coming to dinner. Mm-hmm. Here we have Manton Moreland, who I, I, I thought to myself when I was watching this, like, his character is straight out of the 1940s. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was, you could have called him Birmingham Brown, and mm-hmm. that was it. And that, again, racial identity and racial politics in Hollywood has always been complex, um, particularly back then. So I'm not going to you know, really comment on that too much, except it's just, you know, uh, it was good to see him. Yeah. It was good to see him. It felt like he was, you know, playing his usual character. Yeah. But you're right, it was, I'm glad he was able to get work and mm-hmm. <laughs> was able to be in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and it, you know, and it's kind of, you're right, Lon Chaney is great in this. It, it's, it's it's rather ironic that he's like the straight person in this. He's, he's the normal, <laughs> he's the normal guy in this yeah. movie, the likable guy. Um, and I, I wanted to shout out to Quinn Redeker, who plays, he's the guy who does the corny narration at the beginning and end of the movie, and he also plays the, the brother of, um, Carol Omart's character, uh-huh. and he, he, he adds a lot of comic relief to the movie, too. He's so kind of naive when it comes to this horrible family that he's just encountered, yeah. um, but it leads to, to some pretty funny situations, um. I, I particularly, I wanted to point out that the dinner scene in this movie I thought was particularly good, and it kind of encapsulates kind of the whole movie. Simultaneously hilarious and repulsive at the same time. Um, one of the great scenes, I thought. Yeah. So, I'm going to pose a question to you, and you may, there may be a giant record scratch with this, because I don't know <laughs> if, if this is out of left field. But something about this movie, uh, particularly, I think, the corny narration that we've talked about, which I think uh-huh. is intentionally corny, right? Sure. And then maybe things like the dinner scene, or just some of the characters and their interactions. I got, almost kind of got Rocky Horror vibes off of this. Yeah, I can totally see how you, how you could get okay. that. Okay. 
Yeah. And this is predates Rocky Horror, at least the time. movie. I don't know about that stage play, but yeah. I think awkward dinner scenes um, are a staple in horror movies, and maybe I don't know where if it originates here, but <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it turns up in Rocky Horror, it turns up in a in um, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, no, I can totally see that, but particularly with the narration, which I mean, this narration. I think maybe itself is a parody, but it, it's just calling out for parody itself. So, yeah, yeah. it was good. All right, so uh, what's your score out of 10? Um, I'm going to give it a 7.8. Okay, I give it an 8, and our score is a 7.9. It's on the t- a tomato meter, uh, 92%. So. so, yeah, definitely worth seeing. It's yeah. kind of a... I had never heard of it until we watched it, but, yeah. Um, yeah. All right, thanks for listening. Yep. Yeah.